aka Patters. Here we go. One of my favorites, Brad Pitt. Uh, you know, I just feel like Brad Pitt's entire career. Uh, you know, I've been there. Like, seen just about. I mean, it's really hard for me to think of a Brad Pitt movie or a performance I haven't seen. And we, you gotta give him a lot of credit because it's 2017. The streaming boom, not quite there, but he hits Netflix with a his own project, Plan B. That's his studio, like that. That's his production company, not studio production company. And he drops it on on Netflix, and this is really the 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 uh, the crossroads, the nexus, the the zero ground. Point zero, uh, zero barrier for what is to come and rapidly change film and change entertainment, uh, solidifying through COVID 19 or COVID 16, whatever the heck that virus is. Well, you guys know my point. So, this movie, wait, you know what? Let's just get through that intro. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. AKA Padgett, Peter A. DeLuca. And if you're new here, if you're new to this podcast, yeah, I'm your obsessive movie freak, uh, AKA the pop culture pope, AKA the world sketchbook champion, AKA comic book creator, content manager, obsessive dude, okay? I'm into movies and I'm into long form discussion. And that's what this podcast does because I really feel like if I saw this movie when it came out um yeah I I, I may probably would have had a different opinion uh way more adulation because this movie hits on all the technical beats uh now the one like look the, this movie takes a position against the military but if we move that aside and that's a position in movies i hate i I just i really don't like it i'm trying to get some of my thoughts here the most technical uh misstep the biggest misstep technically here we go that this movie uh achieves it's a um too much of a lean Onto narration. Now, the Cohen brothers really perfected this when it comes to raising Arizona. And a lot of times when we do these, uh, I call them article movies. They're just movies that read like an article. These movies, uh, like the big short, okay? Moneyball, another Brad Pitt movie. And these movies have uh, levels of elevation. But even if at their most competent level, they're entertaining as hell. They're very engaging. And this movie is that. Brad Pitt completely sinks himself into this role. And who who, who does he play? Well, he plays a real-life general. Okay, General Glenn McCone. McCone. Real life dude. And we can kind of say, look, look, anyone in the military 
that gets uh, publicly uh, dragged through the mud. I mean, we kind of have to take the baseline, unless it's just very like horrific, something horrific. They're getting the short end of the stick. They're getting a raw deal. Because to dedicate your life to military service and to serve, period. You know, it's people, it's not it's not an easy thing. It's like it's really not. You think you could do it. Uh I'll tell you right now, you can't do it. I'm pretty confident of that. You can't do it. So to become a career pilot, uh, a career military uh, general, uh, you know, in effect, you're you're becoming a career politician because you're you're ranked so high. The politics now interrupt the mission of the military. And what is like the the mission of the military at this time? Well, if we go by like the posters. Uh, the tagline for this movie, the byline, the the sell line, is we're going to liberate the shit out of you. I'll say this right now. When it comes to Afghanistan, way more people <laughs> were happy to hear that than people that weren't, okay? Um, I would say even the people who are forced to fight for the Taliban want to hear that. And then, then this movie furthers very lazy ideas like the um like this uh insurgents thing cannot be defeated and the British and the French lost to insurgency. Uh people want to say, I mean ever ever since that uh Mel Gibson movie came out where he's a uh, a insurgent Rebel commander. Uh, what's what's that one? The one with Heath Ledger, the uh, Patriot, right? Directed by um, our Independence Day guy. Holy crap! I'm not remembering any names today. Who directed Independence Day? Uh, oh my god. Okay, moving on. But so Hollywood likes to pump up this idea, and the British Empire shrank. I mean, like, we're just addressing quick things that this movie throws at you. The British Empire shrank because of great wars. Wars that they lost. Same with the French. The Revolutionary War was a freaking war. Okay? The stateside colonies were at an advantage because of all their resources were stateside the british had a the british were six to eight months away so i don't know but the performance of brad pitt uh oscar worthy oscar nomination worthy uh the way that they're portrayed and i call this stuff positioning okay it's lazy it's biased not saying a war movie cannot be biased, but the idea that American forces didn't enrich the Middle East, you're not really looking. 
you're just kind of, you know like we're 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 going off of box like Huffington Post article headlines. The idea that you'd think a president's period would immediately boost everything around like a like a US base, like a US presence. I mean, these countries are destroyed and war torn and suppressed because of bad governments. It's not it's not even so much the Taliban, okay? And like these terrorist groups that are within these countries you know like it's the government the government has failed to protect its own people okay like that's the the major role of government so the u.s you know the stretches its arms sometimes and does help foreign leaders foreign countries, foreign regimes. It helps them in the, the handshake. And we saw this with Egypt, with the fall of Marmaduke, okay? Where, like, Christians were allowed, and then uh, Arab Spring pops up uh, with no, like, you know, mission statement, declaration, or constitution. And they immediately start executed, executing Christians, okay, wholesale. We're seeing this in China with Muslims. But when America goes into a foreign land, it's a handshake deal to roll in American exceptionalism, American values. So those values are very simple. Freedom and liberty. The right to pursue happiness, okay? So this movie just wants to take this position that these people were um, like idiots and morons and had no idea what they were doing and everything that they attempted they were buffoons now this makes for good comedy but you kind of gotta balance it out so this like movies like this are entertaining up front because i want to watch them and give them uh some rope like you know Give them a little bit of rope. Give them a little bit of slack and see if I'm proven wrong. And when I'm not, I really just um, get dis- get disinterested and I view it as a war on my mind. I view it as a uh, combative experience because I know what the intent of the movie is. And long form film discussion, right? We talk about this a lot. Intent is lost when it comes to film discussion. Intent's gone, people. So when I see the intent of a movie, I have to zone out. And it sucks because this movie stacked so many good people, really good performances, well shot. Um, Some of the base scenes, like, you know, it's like five different layers of activity when they're coming off of a helicopter and really nice filmmaking. Uh, Nice looking $55 million movie. Uh, Netflix being really smart with this type of entry when they enter into the streaming game. It's nothing but smart decisions. But the movie's got to be balanced. As a uh, storyteller, 
uh, your story is better when it's balanced. It's better when it takes a position, but really kind of nudges you towards the end. Yeah, and I'll I'll always reference the um the recount that HBO movie because it, it gives you one side, like like you know it gives you the side of um like we were cheated, we were cheated. We have to recount Florida. You know this is uh the Al Gore run, Al Gore Bush. And, but the the title cards at the end end there say, you know, like, with all these recounts, Bush was never behind. Okay, now, here's the thing. I That's cute. That's very cute. You know, this is like the uh, creator of the AK-47, the inventor of the AK-47, uh, leaving an apology note for creating a weapon of mass death on his deathbed it's like too late charlie thank you but no thank you okay that's what that type of like title card does okay that little screen card put that in the movie make that part of your narrative your movie would be better period war machine would be a million times better if it really portrayed the enrichment of some of these regions that the people were actually making more money were actually growing better crops were actually rolling in a level level of uh, self-reliance okay that not every uh soldier that the u.s trained overseas was lazy okay you know, some of these people were very, are, are, and still are, very into protecting what's theirs. You know, that's a human condition. So it's hard, really hard for me to recommend War Machine, but Brad Pitt is literally, as soon as you see him on screen, he is in character. The walk of this guy is amazing. Uh, the jog is there. Like, he's really in this role. I love it. You know, like, um, I'm a big Brad Pitt guy. I, I mean, Brad Pitt winning this for this movie over um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> it's a joke. He's he's a hundred times better in this movie. So it's hard for me to recommend it. But here's the thing. Okay. We have another plain B movie coming up next. Episode 376. David McCoy is a legit director. Okay, he he made this movie I hear so much about called The Rover with Robert Patterson. Again, I mean I'm such a Robert Patterson uh, fanboy nowadays. Okay, because you know, and he Animal Kingdom. Um, I watched Animal Kingdom. It's a it's a uh, right. It was a movie, but then it became like a TV show somewhere on streaming that was like for free, and I just remember like really enjoying that. Okay, that was 2010. He makes a second Netflix movie. And the reason why we're, we're pairing these two together, even though like we're on a little bit of a drama run here, is this is one of the only times I get to do back-to-back Netflix movies with the same director, with the same production uh, company. 2019, he made this movie called The King that I just watched. I'm very enthusiastic for this movie. And... It is interesting to compare the two because one wants to show you what history was like, what it was like 
for like King Henry to ascend. And then the second wants to like basically preach to you and tell you where you're wrong. Different intent, different result, two different quality movies. So episode 376, Get Ready, we're talking The King, our second movie by the great David McCoy, who I'm looking for. I mean, I'm looking forward to whatever he has coming next because he is he's a great director. I really believe that. AKA Pads, all the audacity. Thanks for hanging out.